You are now listening to Gossip and Slander taught by Pastor Randall Crawford Sr. Please visit our website to listen to more messages like this one and subscribe to our newsletter at BethelHouseOfTruth.org. Again, that is BethelHouseOfTruth.org. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Good afternoon. I want to welcome you all to Bethel House of Truth this Sunday service. Praise be to Yahweh, Yahshua in the highest. Amen. All right. Gossip and Slander. Gossip and Slander is the title of this message today. What is gossip? Gossip is when, in God's eyes, it's not a good thing. Gossip is when there's no facts involved at all. We have a conversation. As a Christian, we are supposed to discern, to warn, to warn someone about someone else, about their behavior, about who they are, about how they will probably hurt them, or probably use them, or probably try to destroy them, okay? That's what you're supposed to do. That's not gossip. Gossip is talking behind someone's back, and then it turns into slander, which means you're trying to paint an image of the individual in a bad way or individuals. Gossip is not of God. It is not of God at all. Okay? I have a motto. If I wasn't there, I can't say nothing about it. That's my motto. Okay? Truly is my motto. I live by that motto. I, I usually just walk away as someone's talking. I'd be like, they'd be like, did you know? I'd be like, mm, I just walk away. I wasn't there. Can't help you. Can't help you. Sorry. Now, if that person wants to tell me the details, both parties, and then we could have a conversation. Okay? But usually there's two sides to every story, right? So gossip is bad. Gossip without the facts is a problem. Slander is an even worse problem because now you're trying to slander your brother or your sister and you're trying to slander your neighbor. God speaks against all these things and it's not good at all. And it blocks blessings. So let's get right into this. Let's start with Proverbs 6. That's some quick hitters. You must understand what God loves and what he doesn't love, what he hates, what he loves. So Proverbs 6, 16, begin this study. Some quick hitters here. And I want you to live by this. I want you to live by every word of God. This is very, very important. People who are of the world and in the world, they gossip and slander. Be separate from them. Mind, body, and spirit. Be separate from them and with your communication. Here we go. Verse 16 of chapter 6 of Proverbs. These six things of the Lord Yah they hate. Yea, seven are abomination unto him. A proud look, pridefulness, a lying tongue. That's, that goes with gossip. Usually there's a bunch of lies in there and slander as well. But to be a liar is very, very bad. And hands that shed innocent blood, murderers. A heart that divides of wicked imaginations, always working up schemes. Feet that be swift and running to mischief. People who like to always be around mischief. And they run to it. They can't live without mischief. God hates it. A false witness, which is another form of lying, but is also a form of slander, that speaketh lies, and he or she that soweth discord among brethren, that tries to break a good thing up. Slander, discord. It's not good. Not good at all. My son or my daughter, keep thy father's commandments, and forsake not the law of thy mother, which is wisdom. Bind them continually upon thine heart, and tie them about thy neck. When thou goest, it shall lead thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. And when thou awakest, it shall talk with thee. That's a fact. 
For the commandment is a lamp. We know it's a lamp to your feet. And the law is light. And reproofs of instruction are the way of life. When you see wrong, you correct wrong. Amen. To keep thee from the evil woman. When you know what's right, you do what's right. Because it keeps you from the evil woman. That whore. Revelation 17, 5. From flattery of the tongue of a strange woman. We know what woman we're speaking of here. The one that, that harlot who says, I am a queen. I sit no widow. Revelations. That chick. Okay. Here's another quick hitter for you. Leviticus 19.11. We're going to go here anyway, but just read this to you real quick. Two verses. I find that if I know what God hates, I know what to do. Amen. I know what not to do. Right? Okay, if I am living in the flesh. Leviticus 19.11. Two verses. If they have a say, glory to God. This is the law. Listen to God. You shall not steal, neither deal falsely, neither lie one to another. It's important. Don't lie to people. Don't lie to each other. Don't steal. There's more than one way of stealing without taking something that belongs that doesn't belong to you. Don't steal someone's joy. That's a problem. That's a sin. Don't steal someone's spotlight. That's a sin. That's a problem. If they got um, gratitude coming to them, don't take it. Amen? It's important. I say, look at me. Look what I can do. <laughs> Don't do that, okay? How do you steal someone's joy? By copying them. It's the number one theft of joy. It's a joy killer. Copying people. It's not good. Be yourself. God gave us enough. Trust me. He gave us enough to be great. Amen? In his eyes. To be great. Twelve. And ye shall not swear by my name falsely. Don't be fake. Don't be false. Neither shall thou pro profane the name of thy God. I am Yahshua, the Lord Yahweh. Don't do none of that stuff. Stay away from that stuff. Basically, what's he saying? Basically, be good. Do good. Do what's right. You know what's right. Just do it. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4, verse 29. Gossip and slander. If you ever say glory to God, verse 29 reads, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of Edify. Edify means to build up. To build encouraging someone. That it may minister grace unto the hearers. That's important. Call yourself a Christian? No corrupt communication. What is corrupt communication? Let's break this down. Corrupt communication is to, co to communicate without God's wisdom. Or without any wisdom for that matter. A lot of people communicate without God's wisdom. They just do. That's just who they are. With the intent to make someone look bad, corrupt communication, or evil. This is what comes with it. Hatred, to speak with jealousy and guile, to speak without facts, 
to speak on assumptions. That turns into a donkey. To try and make someone look and sound negative without proof. Without proof. It's the opposite of warning someone about someone. Literally. If I warn you of someone and their behavior and what they will do to you. If I warn you about going into business with somebody and you don't listen to me. That's on you, right? It ain't that I was talking bad about them. It's just that I'm warning you because I care about you. So I'm going to warn you that this individual is not a good business partner. Right? Now, if you don't listen to me, you're like, I can't handle it. Okay. That's on you. If you lose everything, that's on you. I didn't talk bad about them. I said they're no good when it comes to business. And if they're no good in business, more than likely, they're probably no good in life too. Right? That's my motto. No good in business, you're probably no good in life. So to warn someone is not bad. We have the ability to discern all things and to um, make rulings off of our discernment when you assume it's bad. Only speak truth that helps people. Point blank. Let's continue. Most people know when they're gossiping too, though. You can feel it. It's like, as SpongeBob would say, sentence enhancers. Okay? That's exactly what it is, you know? It, it makes them feel a certain type of way. It makes them feel like, you know what I mean? The bad in a good way. You know when you're not right. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Hereby are ye sealed unto the day of redemption. When he comes back, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. It's not a good thing to do. Then all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. With all malice. These are all bad spirits. And all these things contribute into gossip and slander. You pretty much can't have gossip and slander without having bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking and malice and guile. Gossip and slander go hand in hand with these things. 32. And be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Now, why does God always tell us to forgive, 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 forgive? Hmm? Have you been listening for the last couple of weeks? I've been talking about how when there's no grace inside of you, Satan can hook you. He can literally hook you when there's no forgiveness, no grace, no mercy inside of you. When you don't forgive, he can hook you. When he sees something that he can identify inside of you, you might have a problem. You might have a problem, a serious problem. So when we speak, we should be very kind to each other, full of love and compassion. Let go, let God. Let go, let God deal with the person who is bad. Forgive and have compassion. Let go and let God. Don't get in trouble because someone else, by slandering and gossiping, no matter how you feel, be in control of your emotion. In other words, keep your emotions in check, okay? Don't be used by Satan at all because your emotions can sometimes fester in you, causing you to speak with evil communication. I know I fall in that trap sometimes. Thank God for Jesus Christ. You gotta fight. You have to fight. You have to fight. Every day is a fight. You have to fight every single day. People do stupid stuff all the time. They do horrible stuff all the time and it pisses you off on a whole nother level. But you have to fight. 
Because just because they're stupid don't mean you got to be stupid. Amen? That's so important. It really, really is. Let's go to Proverbs 10. Proverbs 10, 18. Watch this. I'm going to show you how sneaky you have to be to be a gossip and a slanderer. God knows. He knows the flesh. He knows how people behave and carry themselves. He just does. He's God. Proverbs 10, 18, and it reads, He that hideth hatred with lying lips. Listen now. When you hide hatred with lying lips, a smile, fake hug. You know what I mean? When you hide hatred with fake lips, That's a, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work to be fake. It really is. And he that uttereth a slander is a fool. That's how God looks at someone who slanders. They're a fool. Someone who talks about people constantly all day long. I don't want to have a conversation with somebody about it. If I don't work with you, I don't want to talk about your job. For real. I just don't. That's just me. I don't, I don't really care about your job. You know what I mean? That's being honest. I'm an honest person. I do not care about where you work. Who cares? Is there a terrorist there? No. Is it flooding? No. Are you going to die later in, in the same workplace? No. Then I don't care. Okay? Keep, keep all your conversations to yourself. Did you convert someone? No. Then I don't care. I don't care. Let me tell you what this person did. I don't care. I'm saying that because I listen to people talk and I and they be talking to me and they be like, no, but I'm not talking to them. But like, mm, I really don't care. And my head I'm like, I don't care. I really do not care. It's like, what's something else? Weren't you just there for eight, nine hours? Don't you want to free yourself from that place? Right? Watch this. Wait, let me go back to um 18 here. I got a note here. Yeah, you pretty mm. much make it, you being fake, pretty much. You um make it seem like you care and love that person. Okay? But none of your words are true. Even when you say hi or I love you or you give a compliment, it's all fake. Fake, fake, fake. Because you're truly fake. You hate or you dislike them. This is, this is God saying this. So you speak and you slander about this person's life to other people who are not even around this person. They're not even around this person that you're talking about. Let me tell you about this person in my ch ch You don't get to do that. That person lives in a whole other town when you're talking about the, somebody who's supposed to be your brother or your sister in Christ. You don't get to do that. That's wrong. Then you come in. Mm -hmm. That's wrong. And the multitude of words... They're want if not sin. 
But he that refraineth his lips is wise. Listen. Okay? Listen to what he's saying. If you discern closely, you'll see and you'll hear the sin. Basically, what God is saying here is true wisdom knows when to speak. True wisdom knows when to speak. Like if, if one of the church members come to me and they say, Pastor, do you see what's going on right here? And I'll be like, I see it. I see exactly what's going on. Are you going to say something? And I'll be like, it ain't time for me to say something because it's not time. When it's time, then I'll say something. Go to Leviticus. Leviticus 19 again. Leviticus 19, 15. Verse 15 in the reads. You shall do no unrighteousness in judgment. Listen now. Thou shalt not respect the person of the poor just because you're poor. Nor honor the person of mighty because you're mighty or wealthy or rich. But in righteousness shall thou judge thy neighbor. First of all, you shouldn't be judging anyone. Second of all, it is discern your neighbor. Amen? Only discern. If you're going to discern, discern not with a gossiping eye, not with a slandering eye, not with an unrighteous eye, but with the righteous eye. Amen? Because the judgment you pass on other people is the judgment you will be judged by. And it's just that simple. 16. Thou shalt not go up and down as a talebearer among thy people. Neither shalt thou stand against the blood of thy neighbor. I am Yahshua, the Lord, Yahweh. He's saying, be right, do right. But this verse 16 is a little bit more. Talebearer, a gossiper, or a slanderer, okay? Someone just being a busybody and causing trouble in the church or in the family or anywhere for that matter. A tail bearer, a gossiper. Well, let's go out to lunch. Let's go. Okay, we're gonna go out to lunch. Okay. What do you do at lunch? You gossip. <laughs> That's what those people do at lunch. They gossip. They gossip at lunch. They gossip. Oh, let's let's um, let's do this. What do you do with this? You gossip. You gossip. We and y'all leave. We so close. <laughs> That's hilarious. I think it's funny. I think it's so funny. I laugh. Watch this. 17. Thou shalt not hate thy brother or sister in thine heart. That's bad. That's very, very bad. Thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbor and not suffer sin upon him. This is important, okay? All this is important, but this is important too. Don't say you love your brother or your sister when you truly hate them or you hate someone, okay? Love is a powerful word. Amen? It's a very, very powerful word. And don't say that you love someone when you truly hate them in your heart. That's fake. That's foul. That's the devil. Okay? If you ever want to know, like, if you're like, well, I love you, but you really can't stand them. That's foul. That's the devil. If I don't like something someone's doing, what do I do? I go to them. I go directly to the person. Directly. To the person. It doesn't matter who the person is. I go directly to the person and I say, hey, thus, 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 thus. Because I don't have time to let stuff fester in my head and be like, nobody got time for none of that. I'm going to go directly to you and I'm going to tell you. Because that's what God wants you to do. That's exactly what He wants you to do. Well, what about this rebuke situation? 
says, rebuke thy brother or thy sister in love. In love. He said, when you rebuke them in love, it is better than holding in your true feelings about their sins, about what they're doing. Well, if you hold it in, it will cause you to begin to um, have feelings towards them or even hate them because of what they're doing. Be open with them if it's that bad and help them. Be right, not fake. So Satan can't have anything to do with you at all. Don't let him use you. It's a beautiful verse. Watch this. 18. Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against, thy, against the children of my people. But thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord, Yahweh. Yahweh. All vengeance belongs to God. Amen. Where do you think vengeance starts? Hmm? Where do you think vengeance starts? As some people call it. Oh, you want to be tip for tap? Where do you think vengeance starts? Hmm? It starts in the mind. It starts in the mind. Someone did something to you. You found out someone's fake towards you. And so now you're going to be fake towards them. I don't got to tolerate that. Could be fake too. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's human beings. That's what they do. That's who they are. But that places you because you know better. That other person may not know better, but you know better. That other person, that may be their whole life. You as a Christian, you know better. So being fake or being a gossip and being a slanderer and taking that energy on that that person is putting out towards you is completely wrong. Treat people as you want to be treated. That's what God said. As simple as that. Just as simple. It really is. Proverbs. You don't got to gossip about them. You ain't got to slander them just because you don't like them. Proverbs 11. Proverbs 11, 8. Here we go. I want you to see the difference between the righteous and the unrighteous. And I want you to see the difference between someone who's righteous in God and does things God's way and someone who does some of the six things that God hates. Okay, I want you to see the difference here. What God does. Let's see, let's see what he does with the two types of people. Verse 8. The righteous is delivered out of trouble. And the wicked cometh in his stead. So God moves the righteous out of trouble and puts the wicked in that same trouble. That's your father doing that. He's a great God. And hypocrite with his or her mouth, her gossiping mouth, destroyeth his neighbor. But through knowledge shall the just be delivered. So let's, let's, look about, let's look at the cause and effect, okay? If the just is being just and being righteous in the eyes of God, God's going to move them out of trouble, put the wicked in that trouble. By the knowledge of God, the just are delivered. There you go. But the wicked, is de he destroys his own labor. And what you put out comes back to you. What goes around comes around. Karma something else. It really is. She's something. I love me some good hard karma. Verse 10. When it goeth well with the righteous, the city rejoiceth. And when the wicked perish, 
There is shouting. Most people are happy when they're gone because they're wicked. No one was. Did you? Now, I don't know how many people know who Saddam Hussein is, but when he got overthrown and when America took him into captivity, they threw a parade. And what did they do? They knocked his statue down and they burnt houses and stuff. They were happy the wicked was out of office. Watch this. 11. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted. It's better. It's great. But it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked, by the gossiping, slandering mouth of the wicked. It's sort of political, but I ain't getting into any politics today. I will say this, though. If a politician is digging up dirt on his running mate, and then he's going like real, real low, right? That should tell you that if he or she wins, they're going to go real, real low to accomplish whatever they want. But people love to hear gossip so much, they'll vote for a gossiper. And they'll vote for someone who slander someone else. And then you got the other person sitting there like this. I'm not stooping to your level. But they will secretly. They will secretly. That's the world we live in. Twelve. He that is void of wisdom. Of godly wisdom. Despiseth his neighbor. Yep. But a man or a woman of understanding holdeth his peace. Why? That's wisdom. They know when to speak. They speak with words that matter. Amen. They have a loose mouth where they keep running over and over again. And always getting their life into trouble. If you're void of godly wisdom, you have no control over your tongue, over your mouth, over your body, over nothing. None whatsoever. And that's the truth. 13. A talebearer revealeth secrets. But he that is of a fruitful spirit concealeth the matter. Meaning someone who's a talebearer, you can't tell them nothing. It's in the name. What are they? Tailbearer. So you can't tell them anything. No one's someone with a loose mouth. Do you want your business all over the world? Listen, I, don't, I need you to say nothing at all. Can you do that? Can you put it in the vault? There's some people you can trust with the vault. There's other people you can't trust. Everybody got the combination. <laughs> Everybody got the combination. And then tailbearers. Think about what I'm saying to you. God don't want us to do this. These are things he hates. Things he hates. Yahweh is for the righteous. And I want you to see that. But the gossipers, the slanderers, are in a world of trouble because they're in a world by themselves. Without Yahweh's wisdom, the world or the people of the world speak only to gossip and to slander one another. Is that not what goes on in the world today? Am I right? Yeah, I'm right. Yahweh's wisdom guides our speech and our words and helps us speak with words that matter. To uplift, not to destroy, and to slander someone. Just as simple. Is it gossip if it's true? No, it's not. if it's true, it's not gossip. If I tell someone, hey, don't mess with that guy. He's no good. He will cheat on you. He's no good. Okay? Contain him. Okay. You don't want to listen? I thought that was your friend. He is my friend. He's no good. He know he's no good. I tell him he's no good all the time. 
And I'm telling you that he's no good. Don't mess with him. You're my friend too. You're not listening to me though. Six of us, you're going to come back on my door. He hurt me so bad. He hurt you because you don't listen. Because you don't listen. There's somebody better. Somebody better. Psalms 41. It's the truth. It's not gossip. It's wisdom. You can't see it. Because you're seeing lustfully. Psalms 41, verse 7. One verse. David speaking. All that hate me whisper together against me. So let's make this very clear. I want to make this very clear. Okay. If you look at someone, you look at them in disdain, say he's with you. Okay? Just tell you. Okay? That's just the way that if you look at them like they're horrible, say he's with you. He is literally with you inside of you. And it's an ugly thing. Because if you have someone in your life that loves you, that cares for you, why would you look at them with disdain and hate in your life? For what? What did they do to you? What did they do to you? More than likely, probably nothing. Or that. And then you will talk because jealousy and envy steps in, hatred steps in, guile steps in, slander begins to step in, and you gossip about these people, about people. And it's not of God. It's not of God. All that hate me whisper together against me. Me do they devise my hurt. It's, it's just, it's, you ever go to someone's house and, you, and, you, and you're there and it's a perfect setting. Everything is good. The food's good. The wine's good. The company's good. Right? But there's always one or two people who got a problem with everything. This is what you need to do. Okay? Cut people off like that. Let them go. Let them go in your life. I'm not sitting at a table with someone who whispers about me. It is not. It's not happening. I'm not eating or doing something with someone who talks in about me. It's not good. It's just not good. Amen. When you hate someone or dislike someone, truly in your heart, you will look at them in hatred or disdain. You will begin to talk bad about them, wish bad on them, Want them to fail so that you can look better. So you try to slander them to make people see them in the same light that you see them in because you really don't like them. Even though you have no proof of what you're saying at all. It's the hate and the dislike that lives inside of you. They're speaking through you to cause slander. It calls gossip. Now let's see. Where did this come from? Started this thing. Let's try Tyrus did. Okay, in the first of days. What did he do? He slandered God and got all those people on his side. He slandered Jesus, got all those people on his side. Can't do that. You want to be just like Satan? You want to be just like Tyrus? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's not right. It's not right at all. Hope I'm making a point. If I'm not making a point, I wish I was making a point. But I hope I'm making a point. Let's go to James. We're going to stay in James the rest of this message. Almost the book of James, right before Peter. James chapter 1. 
verse 26. Talk about some control. You don't always have to say something. You just don't. You don't always have to say something about something. You just, you just don't. You just don't. You know how many times I want to say stuff about stuff? And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say anything. It's not worth me saying anything at all. Because if I say something, it's going to be a problem. So I'm going to just let wisdom prevail, right? Watch what happens. Watch what happens. Then learn one day. Now, I'm not, I'm not talking about someone who always says something about little things like this or like that. I'm talking about someone who always got something negative or um, someone who could just say a word and make the whole room go quiet. People like that. <laughs> People like that. They're not good. They mess up a mood real quick. James 1, 26. They really will. If they have a glory to God. If any man among you or woman seem to be religious and bridle of not his or her tongue, tongue is everything now, but deceiveth his or her own heart, this man or woman's religion is vain. There's nothing. It's void. It's void. It's so void. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless, this is what you should be doing, to visit the fatherless and the widows and their affliction and to keep himself or herself unspotted from the world. Keep the world out of your system. So if you have no control over your tongue, your mouth, your mind, what you say, and you call yourself a righteous person or you call yourself at times a Christian, your faith is fake. You're fake, and that's just what it is. Fake, fake, fake. You allow Satan to use you, and you love it. Because you gossip, and you're a busybody. And your emotions rule you. This shows you that you lack godly wisdom. But you have a decent amount of gossip and slander living within you. This is a problem. Someone like this is a problem. Someone like this needs to repent. And change their ways. Amen? It's just that simple. Repent and change their ways. Gossipers are liars, and liars are gossipers, and you can't trust a liar or a gossiper. They're talebearers. They tell all. They tell all. Let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about that. They think they're doing this. Let me tell you about that. They're bearers. They tell all. Know who you're around. James 3, verse 1. My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. What that means is there's many masters as far as teachers, pastors, judgment starts at the pulpit. Okay? For in many things, we offend all. Yeah, we pretty much offend a whole bunch of people. That's what we do. It's our job to offend you. Okay? If any man offend not in word, hear now, hear me now. The same is a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. If we're hanging out as your pastor, we're hanging out. What reason do I have to offend you? Right? I have no reason to offend you if I'm hanging out with you. Right? None whatsoever, right? It's going to be a good time. We're going to laugh. We're going to enjoy ourselves, right? If we get into the word of God now, and we come to the to church on Wednesday or Sunday, you might be offended by what the word of God puts out to you. We're wrong. 
You know, you, you know that you do things that you shouldn't do, and the word of God's gonna put a spotlight on it, right? I mean, y'all gotta come to church prepared for that, right? Right, right. I would think so. I would think so. Watch this. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Just with that little bit that goes in their mouth. Making them go left, making them go right, making them go whoa. Behold, also the ships, great ships, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm. And I do mean very small. It's very small. Whithersoever the governor listed. Some helms are this big. Helms are this big. And these are huge ships. What's this? Even so, the tongue is a little member, and boasting great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. This is serious. Because the tongue can make something so small turn to something so big. What the tongue does. Watch this. And the tongue is a fire, a world of um, iniquity. So is the tongue among the, our members. And it defineth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire of hell. Mm. Well, there's no control over your tongue, over what comes out of your mouth. Basically, what comes out of your brain. Okay? Your mind, your heart, right? You can set things on fire pretty bad. You really can't. You can set a marriage on fire. You can set your, your workplace on fire. You can set your church on fire if your pastor's stupid. Right? You really, really can. If you don't put a stop to it. Seven. For every kind of beast and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and have been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man or woman tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. It don't have to be. It does not have to be right or wrong. Let me tell you something. Now, I've been married for a very, very long time, okay? And I've been married for 24 years this year, okay? Together for 28 years. Now, if I could say the wrong thing with my tongue, and it's going to start a fire, I mean a fire, she could say the wrong thing with her tongue, first lady, and it could start a fire. But being together so long, we learn how to put fires out and not start fires, okay? Only you could prevent a forest fire. And that's the truth. It's, it's the absolute truth. <laughs> it's the absolute truth. <laughs> with wisdom, with understanding, you've got to prevent these things. Tame that fire. Tame your tongue. Nine. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. That's a problem, is it not? It's a huge problem. You can't curse God and then go curse everybody else. You can't bless God and then go curse everybody else. Man, how it works. Out of the same mouth proceed of blessing and cursing. My brother, these things ought not to be so. That don't even sound right, does it? Does a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Nope. Can a fig tree, my brother, bear olive berries? Either a vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt, water, and fresh water? It's impossible. 
and neither should we bear good and evil. We just, we just shouldn't. Right or wrong? We just shouldn't. It takes the wisdom of Yahweh to control our tongues, our emotions, and how we feel about situations. The way we feel about situations can cause us to go into a place that we shouldn't. It could cause us to go into a place of slander, gossip, lies, fakeness, hate, jealousy, envy. It shouldn't be if we claim to serve Yahweh and Jesus Christ. We should never speak gossip and slander the one we love. And we should never speak gossip and slander our brother in the world. Because God says, treat those as you want to be treated. Do you want someone to slander you? Do you want someone to gossip about you? The answer is no, you do not. It hurts. That hurts a lot. Words hurt. You should never speak gossip, then try to praise Yahweh. Your faith is fake. And that's the truth. That's the truth. James 4. We're going to close out with this one. James 4, verse 1. Watch this. Let's see where gossip gets you in the column of receiving God's blessings. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Question. Come they not hence even of your lusts? That war in your members, in your brain. Ye lust and have not, ye kill and desire to have, ye cannot obtain. Ye fight in a war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. Meaning you don't ask right. You ask, but you do not ask right. You gossip, so God ain't really hearing what you're saying. You slander, so you're not really hearing what you're saying. This is why you ask. Either to keep up with someone, to pass someone, to keep up with the Joneses. Or the Smiths. Also, you can look down on people. Ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss. That ye may consume it upon your lust. You don't ask with the right intention. Look how far gossip has gotten you. Has gotten you nowhere. Nowhere at all. You ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss. You ask amiss. Meaning you ask only to consume it upon your lust. To floss. And to be just like someone or to be better than someone. So you can look down on someone. Ye adulterers and adulteress, know ye not that friendship of the world is enmity with God. God's against it. He don't like it. Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. Point blank. Anytime you put the world before God, you're an enemy of God. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? Listen, God's a jealous God. Okay? He is a very jealous God. And don't think that the scriptures that are here telling you what to do and what not to do, they're real. They're extremely real. And the, and the consequences for doing the things that God hates is a real thing. What about Jesus? What about him? You got him, okay? God knows if your repentance is real or if it's fake. He knows. But he gives more grace Wherefore, he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. The humble always receives grace because they're humble. How are you praying to God in pride? Does that make sense? Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So, what are you going to do? Resist him a little bit of rebuking in Jesus' name. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh unto you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Don't be double-minded. Someone who claims to be a Christian and who slanders and gossip, I'm telling you right now, you are double-minded. Hands down, period. 
You're double-minded. Watch this. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Change. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he, will lift, and he shall lift you up. Speak not evil one of another. Brethren, he that speaketh evil of his brother and judgeth his brother speaketh evil of the law and judgeth the law. But if the judge, but if thou judge the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. Now, hold on. It's our job to discern, not judge, right? That's God's job to discern. I mean to judge. And if you judge the law, if you judge your brother, you become a judge of the law. And that's a problem. You discern your brother or your sister or someone in Christ or someone out of Christ. You discern. No judgment at all. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. That would be God. Who art thou that judgeth another? Judge no one. For the judgment that you give, you will be judged by. Gossip and slander, it's a real thing. Don't be a busybody. Listen, the world claims to serve Jesus Christ. They claim to serve Yahweh. They gossip and they slander. They have envy. They have hate. They have lust. They're fake. Don't be of the world. Are you a friend of the world? If you're a friend of the world, you're not a friend of God. If you're a gossiper and a slanderer, and you hate and you cheat God, and you're lying to yourself, that you're something that you're truly not. Gossip and slander are some of the things God hates. Why do the things that God hates? Only do the things that God loves. Amen? Let them work out everything else. And conversation, something like prayer, and repent. And talk to your father in honesty and in love. And ask him to help you change your gossiping and slandering ways. Remember to stay in the grace of God because that's where he wants you. God bless you all. I love you all. All glory and praise to the Father and the Son. I take credit for nothing. In Jesus' name, amen. Were you moved by today's message? Download it now via our website for a donation of $10. Help us sow a seed of truth around the world. Donate any amount today. Thank you and God bless you.